0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in this week. I want to apologize for the end of this podcast. We actually lost the final recording that Zach and I made after Mark and Steven left the studio that night. So it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, but we had a pretty good discussion, sort of breaking into the idea of where we're going with this top list of albums for the year and just kind of like throwing out some names that we had to discuss. So nothing nothing is too permanent or too uh, concrete for this list yet. But having these cats on the show really did give an example of what uh, a lot of people have been listening to this year. So I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, then please give us a share and tell your friends about it. We're on the hunt for the best albums of the year and slash decade. So keep listening to Sounds Welcome, and I'll see you next time. Good evening, everyone. That was Ghent by Deaf Heaven. And now you're listening to Sounds Welcome here on Studio U. And man, oh man, do I have a treat for you all tonight. I have some wonderful guests in here. I have uh, a new great friend here, uh, Zach. Would you introduce yourself? What's up, guys? I'm Zach. And sitting to the right of Zach, I have Stephen. How's it going, guys? I'm Stephen. Stephen. And to the right of Stephen, we have... The notorious Mark. How are we doing? And we're doing pretty good, actually. How How was your last week? It was great. OU took down old Texas in Bedlam game. It's pretty exciting to see one of the best football games. The bed Bedlam, game? excuse me, the Red River rivalry. How could you I'm get getting, such excited, a name wrong? Getting excited for you know future value football. Looking pretty good. You think we're going uh, to 90s? I uh, hope so. We're in the fate of other teams losing. No, it was, it was Georgia lost to South Carolina. Georgia? They, they lost the unfortunate yeah. missed I, field goal by one of the best college football kickers in college football. With all due respect, though, it was a pretty hard, hard field goal. I mean, he was facing a challenge. It was quite a ways away. It was on the left hash mark, you know. I don't know. Well, enough about football.
1: Yeah, that's enough
0: about that, that 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 stuff. Uh, we actually have a really exciting guest coming on here in about 10 minutes. It's going to be my friend Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy from his quartet, actually. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a very super secret, until now, upcoming concert that's going to be happening in December... Um, with a very well-known artist. Um, I'm not going to mention who he is yet because we just have to stay tuned, but we'll just say that uh, he's familiar with Kendrick Lamar and uh, very close with uh, the Thundercat. Uh, So, yeah, stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about some exciting news happening with that. And stay tuned for more because we're going to be talking about some of our favorite albums of not only the year, but of the decade. We're going to try and figure out what the heck the best uh, best album is of the decade. Impossible. We could be here all night. That's a tough one. We might. Really could. This is what you guys signed up for, so uh, buckle up. But yeah, you're listening to Sounds Welcome here in Studio U. We're going to go back to some more tunes, and uh, stay tuned for that interview. Hey! Excellent. Hey, excellent. How are we back? To sounds welcome here on Studio U. I'm still here in the studio with Zach, Stephen, and Mark, and we are just uh, discussing a couple of preliminary things for what we're gonna decide on uh, the best album of the year. We have no idea actually. We're just gonna kind of like talk about it until we come to some kind of consensus. Enter a uh, formal debate. Oh, oh, oh! Really? Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Well, before we do that, we have uh, a guest here. We have Jeremy Thomas here on the line, and he's going to be discussing uh, something exciting that's happening. Uh, Jeremy, can you uh, hear us here in the studio? Are you there? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Hey, Jeremy. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, I'm understanding that you're pretty familiar with uh, Christian from OK Sessions, is that right? Yes, I am. And could you explain a little bit about how you two know each other? <clears throat> yeah,
1: Kristen has hosted many different events, uh, uh, doing the Saint Session and OK Sessions, and uh, just helping build the mu- music scene here. So he's wanted to play some of his events. And, and uh, we hosted one of the jam sessions uh, a couple years ago. And that's how we kind of really got even more acquainted with each other. So, yeah, let's do the
0: music scene. That's exciting. Well, um, I also uh, have kind of like heard through the grapevine that uh, you're familiar with uh, the great uh, Ronald Brunner Jr. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today because I know that there's uh, there's also more rumors through the grapevine that. Uh, I know that I know that Ronald uh, Brunner came. Um, I think last year was it to OKC, o- did a little show yeah. at Saints. Awesome. Yes, yeah, and for those of you that aren't familiar that are out there listening, uh, Ronald Brunner Jr. He's uh, done uh, drums on um, uh, what is it? He he did uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly" uh, for Kendrick Lamar, and uh, he also did uh, the epic for Kamasi Washington. That's pretty impressive. That's awesome.
1: Yes, it is. He's he's done quite a bit of stuff, and uh, he's definitely a living legend. Probably the greatest drummer of our generation, this generation. Wow.
0: And so how did you uh, uh, come to be familiar with him?
1: Well, that's a funny story. Uh, He was on the road with Stanley Clark years ago, about nine or ten years ago. And uh, they came here to uh, Oklahoma City, and they played. Uh, they played uh, at the Coca-Cola Event Center when when it was called then. I, now it's called Bricktown Event Center. Anyways, long story short, they finished the game, and then after the show, I, I went up to the stage. You know, I wanted to shake his hand, told him I enjoyed him, I was a fan of his, and then all of a sudden he came out and says, "Hey man, you look like musician." I was like well yeah I'm he's like okay he's like I'm gonna change my shirt and I want to hang out and he changed his shirt and we hung out and then from that moment we just became immediately best friends <laughs> that is
0: amazing and where yeah. and, and and that that was just like right after the saints show or
1: no that was years ago that was oh, like okay a, about a decade ago
0: so wow we and were still and was that, was his, his brother was, was, was he even playing bass at that point?
1: Uh, yeah, his brother was doing his own thing, but yeah, Ronald was, he was on the road with David Clark and Victor Wooten when they did that tour together, so that's how we met.
0: Wow, and uh, that's, that's really cool, so what, what convinced uh, him to uh, potentially be down to come back for another show uh, here this year?
1: Well, Ronald loved Oklahoma City. He loved hanging out here. He loves the good old Southern hospitality we have here, and uh, he 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 likes to hang out here in OKC. So, yeah, he, he said, "I want to come back and do it again." I said, "Okay, we'll do it again."
0: That's awesome. I
1: love movement. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, while we have you on the air, uh, we'd love to talk a little bit about like what you've been working on. I mean, you're a multi-instrumentalist. I know that keyboard is your main instrument, correct?
1: Yeah, yes, sir.
0: And uh, what what have you been working on as of late here in the OKC scene?
1: Oh, <coughs> i am working on several things. Right now I'm working on doing this 20-piece uh, Big Band album release concert we got coming up on November the 8th. Uh, Friday, November 8th at the UCO Jazz Lab. And you definitely want to be there. It's going to be killer. 20 Peach Big Band, we did the live recording last year at that time. And so this year it's going to be the album release concert for it. And so we're just going to do it again for those that missed it last year. And we're just going to have a lot of fun doing that. And uh, among some other things, you know, putting out some more music and stuff. So that's just one of the projects I'm putting out.
0: Well, that's that sounds really exciting. And so, uh, moving on, like, are you are you fam- or do you know exactly if the show is going to be happening? Uh, I know that Christian was talking about having like a late November, early December kind of time for Ronald to come back to Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, he's, the exact dates are going to be the twelfth, the
0: thirteenth, and the fourteenth. Okay. So, awesome.
1: Yeah, so Ronald will be here on the 12th, and I know we'll be at Paramount, and then the 14th will also be here in the city, and then uh, the 13th we will be in Tulsa uh, at Duet Jazz Club up there in Tulsa, so anybody in the Tulsa area, they can come check us out up there as well.
0: Well, I'm sure a lot of people most certainly will, because that's going to be a a treat of a show, and uh, do you know where people can pick up tickets uh, for this event coming up?
1: Yes, they can go to my website, um, www.jeremythomasquartet.com, and uh, we'll have all the information there, Uh, they can purchase the tickets there, and uh, they can also go on uh, duetjazzclub.com too, and uh, purchase tickets there for Tulsa, they can make any of the shows in the city, so yeah, we'll have all of that going, and and. uh, yeah,
0: we're going to have a blast. Well, it sounds like it's going to be one heck of a blast. So uh, we really appreciate you coming on uh, the show this late and uh, telling us about all this exciting information that's happening. Is there any last words you'd like to, uh, to say to people out there? Any uh, any cool shows happening this weekend maybe that are, will, are worth checking out?
1: Oh, man. Well, uh, I know I'll be uh, I'm assisting uh, Garrett Big G Jacobson at Riverwind uh, this Saturday, and I'll be playing some keyboards with him. And uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, everybody, mark your calendars for November the eighth at the UCL Jazz Lab. Uh, that's going to be a very exciting show. Big fat sound, big fat room section, big band. And then, of course, December 12th, 13th, and 14th, the great Ronald Brunner will be here with the Jeremy Thomas Quartet. Maybe check us all out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all social media, Jeremy Thomas Quartet. You can find everything there.
0: Awesome, well, we'll make sure to plug all of that, and thank you so much for coming on the show again tonight. And uh, don't hang up because we'll have a little conversation after the show. But for those listening, we're going to get back to some music. So, uh, Jeremy, I uh, hope you have a great night. And check out Jeremy Thomas's website. Say that website name one more time for me.
1: JeremyThomasQuartet.com
0: All right. And you're listening to Sounds Welcome here on Studio U. Sounds Welcome. We just, we, we just went straight in. Do you guys like how, how I bled that straight into the song? You know? That was pretty good. Wasn't ready for it, but here we are. That, that was pretty ready. good. That was pretty good, huh? You like that? Pretty good. Man, what yeah. an exciting phone call! I'm really excited about that show. Um, oh yeah. So we said October 14th or no, November or December 14th. Uh, he said December. He said December 12th, 13th, and 14th for uh, for the Ronald Brenner Jr. performance. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna have to make it out to one of those shows. Yeah, for sure. You like jazz? I do love jazz. I do love jazz, especially the show on November eighth at the UCO Jazz Lab. What a cool show to have twenty people on stage. That's true. The UCO Jazz Lab always puts together great shows. The production value is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Always got to make it out there. You know that I was actually uh, I was actually supposed to be a UCO kid. Really? really? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I um, I studied from the age of seven till about fifteen under the direction of Dr. James Clagus there at UCO playing trumpet. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. What, uh, what made you choose OU? Well, you see, uh, I was just like, you know, big school, uh, lots of uh, opportunity, lots of potential. It's not that I didn't like UCO, it's just that I kind of didn't want to do music as my main path. So I just kind of was like, you know, let's, let's, let's test the waters at the great old O of U. That's true. here you are. Here I am and trumpets what? one of the harder instruments to play it's the easiest instrument to play the easiest really? yeah. you say you think so i I Town think in on that I want to hear a little bit more i think I think it's an easy instrument because there's only three valves you know what do you think the hardest instrument is to play mm I've always heard that it's French horn French horn French horn yeah, it's i yeah, I master the technique I heard that it's the it's the French horn trumpet and violin or the the the, the three hardest to pick up interesting because of uh the trumpet because you have to you have to change your amateurre armchure Am amateur. yeah amateur? yeah that's that's one what thing is, is uh amateur. you can yeah. you can know everything about the mechanics of a trumpet but if you're if you're amateur and your tone does not sound good then um nothing will that's fair Yeah. Fair. so you better have a good amateurre if you want to be a good trumpet player huh mm hmm sure that's right <laughs> oh, there is. you slide devils, you all right, what are we talking about we're talk- we're talking about uh, music we're talking about a broad, very broad hard to dissect uh subject that is um well what okay, are we talking about the top albums of the decade or the year like 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 what do you I feel like year would be more fun? I say we start with the year and maybe like ease our way into the decade yeah, you know, the decade is I mean wow, you could oh. Yeah, I I We aren't even a, necessarily old enough to know. That's, That's true. Nice. Okay, a couple of things off the top of my head that come up, just like early early year stuff, was something that Mark actually showed me. That was super super sick. I don't know if he knows what I'm talking about. Choker. No. Almost. Something. Coltrane. Something day. Laundry. Oh, Laundry Day, the high school band out of New York. Yeah. A incredible group of guys right now. It's absolutely stellar. Like they kind of have like a like a boy band kind of like. Like I don't know like vibe, but also it's like, like a indie rock kind of uh, Atti- boy it's band it's attitude. Yeah, it's it's more of an attitude than a, I would say vibe. Should, should we cancel the word vibe? I think I think we should cancel vibe. I think that but but cancel. definitely don't cancel vibe checks. We need we need those in place. Definitely. Yeah. It's true. I got vibe checked today. Oh yeah, today. by who? Actually, yeah, the vibe was all off. Was it Sadie. Uh, no, it was not Sadie. No, it was uh, it was it was Mark. In fact, <laughs> where are we going here? And he vibe checked me today, so I was uh, my vibe was off, and uh, was it worthy of being checked? It was worthy of being checked. Um, so I, I came into the haystack looking for Mark, um, and he oh, wasn't, I wasn't there. Oh, was this morning. And uh, it really threw my vibe off. And I ran wow. into you. Remember, I ran into you at the union, and uh, I was like. Mark, you told me you were working this morning, and, uh... I didn't go to the union today. You were there. Like, right now? Yeah. <laughs> Just outside the studio. Oh, yeah. And you said, Steven, Like, ten minutes ago. What's up with your vibe? We're about to go on air. And I said, you're right. And I said, hey, look, catch. Did you catch my vibe? I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. You dropped it. You fumbled. <laughs> oh! He fumbled it. Okay, wait. Let's 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 do like a hot or not. All right. We're gonna get on the line. Somebody say an album. <laughs> Somebody say an album from what this year? This year, yeah. We're just say hot or not. All right. Um. Gosh, I'm gonna say so many 2018 albums. That's so fine. We're talking about gosh, the decade too. Have to think. My uh, my first one um that that I, I have an opinion on um but was released this year is uh, Here Comes the Cowboy by Mac DeMarco. Choo choo, yeah. Hot or not, boys? You know that album got a lot of scrutiny. I feel like, but I l- I liked it a lot. You liked Did it a you lot. Like it because we haven't heard anything from them in so long, or we well, had a year, a album like one or two years before that. That's... Yeah, there was a there was the release um, this old dog, twenty seventeen, which it was it was hard for me to really really enjoy. Here comes the cowboy because um, I started listening to to Mac whenever um whenever salad days came out and so i was really used to the 2 and salad days vibe and then um um whenever this old dog came out in 2017 um I, I re- it was different but i also really really liked that album a lot he he kind of ditched the like jangle pop or jangle rock kind of thing right but um but whenever yeah. whenever here, here comes the cowboy came um it was really interesting to me it it was almost he, he had almost taken like a a weird like folk turn, and I, I didn't I didn't know how I how I felt about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you do you feel like part of that's too because uh, his uh, his backup band the one that he played with for so many years uh, kind of disbanded after I think it was uh, this old dog. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, Mac has always recorded everything himself, and so I don't know if mm-hmm. I don't know if the fact that like they kind of broke up. That it had really anything to do with um, him recording a, an album that maybe it was easier for him to play by himself on the road. Um, because whenever he did come to here to Oklahoma City, he played a he did play by himself, but he played a lot of a lot of old songs. He played a lot of really old songs. I I think he even played some from a from his um, previous uh, his previous band, um, Makeout Videotape. Oh did he play some from makeup? He played some from makeup he played I think he played Ying yang oh, you're so right, yeah, I forgot about that and that was that was really big too because I wasn't really expecting that crowd to like be into it, but they totally were right and then whenever he played during that show whenever he played stuff off off of here comes the cowboy it was just really interesting to me because it kind of um took a different turn, had a different feel to it um and I wasn't really sure um wasn't really sure how to how to feel about it because I I wasn't able to sing along and I know people next to me weren't really able to sing along so it was it was a very it was a very interesting album altogether in mm-hmm. mine I liked it a lot I really liked uh the that song uh, preoccupied yeah that one that one really hit me uh, as a as one of the standout tracks I mean I think the best part of that album though truly are the music videos <laughs> the music videos are absolutely insane Steven, have you seen this I've not Okay, we need to show Stephen the video for "Here Comes the Cowboy." Maybe even on air because I feel like his reaction to that would be really yeah funny to hear. You the, pull, I, pull I that up, Stephen. Pull it. that up. You you haven't seen, haven't seen it either. You guys, you guys definitely need to watch it because it, I, I mean, do you guys are you guys familiar with Mac DeMarco? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah? I would say like Steven, from are you? salad days. Before. I'm I'm slightly familiar with Mac DeMarco. He's not quite my taste. I like more of a bit of an up tempo. Type taste, um, but there are some really good songs that he puts out, um, and I definitely, definitely respect his contributions to uh, especially the more modern music stage. But um, no, I'm not. I'm not terribly familiar with him. I, I don't think I've I've yet to listen to one of his albums in entirety. So, which is a failure on my part. One uh one artist that reminds me a lot of Mac DeMarco just um, in their overall presence and kind of like flamboyancy and. Just the overall demeanor, I feel like they get a lot of uh, compare and contrast. Is uh, Ariel Pink, and I I know that he has a new record coming out actually this month. Not familiar either. Real, Ariel Pink, yeah, he's he's like a so th- so there was like a meme, and there was like a like a little cigarette box, and like uh, well it was it was for used cigarette butts, and like one side of the cigarette box had Mac Demarco in it, and the other one had Ariel Pink in it, and the Ariel Pink side had more cigarettes extinguished in that box. Is that saying that he smokes more cigs than Mac DeMarco? Possibly, <laughs> but I'm not even sure that, if that's... Because if, if so, like... That's, that's a lot of cigarettes. That's a bold claim. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to play you guys some Ariel Pink. He's, uh, he's a lot more of, like, the glam rock kind of sound. He has a very, very overt lo-fi... Very popular right now. Yeah, very popular. Yeah, yeah very popular sound. He's He's, he's, like, he's like Elton John. He, he is like the Elton John of our time, I would say. <laughs> bold, he looks, bold. He looks he kind of looks like Elton John. That is, that is a bold statement. He's, wow. He does. I mean, I guess I guess you could say that he would be close to the Elton John of our times because of the fact that. The, Elton John's still alive. Yeah. Well, Elton John <laughs> is still alive, but he he's close to Elton John just because of the fact that like um, he's so he's so out there. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about Ariel or Mac a- Ariel. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, he's just, uh... I mean, he was tweeting about Scientology the other day. Huh. Yeah. It was a little weird. Where's Tom Cruise? Where where is he in the building? Are you... Oh, you're playing chess. You're not watching the video. Pretty tough game. Well, I... How's how's it going? Chess update. I'm I'm playing chess in the studio. I'm thinking what we do is we play another song, and we watch the video, um, and then we come back with our reactions. That way... You know, we, well, we get the sound quality. We maintain an integral sound quality on air. Wow, look at the engineer in here. All right, all right, I'm diggity down. It's true. I am the resident um, audio engineer of the Second Wind Coffee House, so I'm, I'm always <laughs> thinking about the sound. Okay, shameless plug. Well, we we, we appreciate it, Stephen. We appreciate it. So we're going to go, we're gonna go, we go back to music. We're going to play a couple songs, and then uh, we'll be right back here in Studio U, and you're listening to Sounds Welcome. Uh, kind of visual aesthetic, but less extreme. Dead just, mouth is a, a little more calm. Dead Mouth 5? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dead Mouth 5, yeah. Um, but no, same similar art style. Um, you know, the, the MRI <laughs> machine running Windows XP really got me, so go uh, go check out that video, definitely worth a watch. For those of you that, you that don't know, this video is very abstract. It's like a 3D render of like something in Blender. Um, <laughs> That is just like a cacophonous uh, melody of like stuff that it doesn't make sense. It's just yeah. like like a random emoji like here and there. Well, enough about Mac Marco. We got sidetracked. Yeah. Albums. Albums. Okay, comes the Cowboy baby. Guys, do you wanna know what <laughs> the, the th- number thing, one album of the year is? What's the number one album of the year? I can Kayla? see it on your screen. Tell me. It's actually the lowest rated number one album. Like, yeah, it's like it has like a bad rating like there are things that are rated higher than it Hmm. But it still has the number one spot and that is uh, Igor. 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 I mean, Igor is a fantastic album because Tyler the Creator did everything himself Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty awesome. It's one of the it's one of the first um, Albums to what go go platinum. It was honestly his demo. Yeah, he he made that so that other producers or other artists would see his work and want him to be a producer. Or I mean, flux. yeah, I mean, but at the same time, like, and like, still have the best album, right? It's it's just an all around fantastic album. Ty, um, Tyler the Creator always has fantastic lyrics over his. There's a lot of there's a lot of a metaphor and simile in them, and I think I think that's really amazing because in the end, um, I uh, what distinguishes a good album from an um, an, an out like an a, an, a, an all right album is um, in my in my case is lyrics and just like how much emotion you can feel from the artist in their in their album. Did this album really did it, did it touch a nerve with you? Um, I wouldn't really say it touched a nerve with me, mm-hmm. but I really did enjoy it because um, I do write music and I really enjoy to uh, to put put some emotion into my music. Maybe maybe. Uh, Maybe Tyler Creator's album didn't didn't touch me as much, but maybe it maybe it touched a lot of people. I think it was just an awesome character switch for him as an artist. Like I think that no matter what, like going forward, it's it's gonna be really cool to see whatever, whatever he does next because the sky's the limit, you know? Right. I mean, after you make a after you have an album, I believe it went platinum. Um, after you become the first artist to have an album that goes platinum, where you did literally everything yourself. I mean, what is what is their next to do? Think about helping others. Think about the transition from like cherry bomb. Cherry oh, yeah. Other, like, oh yeah. What's yeah? A boy is a gun. What uh? What <laughs> what strikes me so impressive about Tyler the Creator is just his how much of an artist he is in the sense that he's just always creating controversy and pushing the limits on all sides of the spectrum.
1: And constantly.
0: he's having fun. He's oh so yeah. much fun dude, too. I it's mean, so have you guys? Exciting. Yeah, have you guys seen the videos of uh, of him and just all of his friends going around? There's yeah. there's one specific where they like go to Burger King and just uh, just mess around, and um, then they go back and. <sighs> have you all seen the picture of that T-shirt that says "Tyler the Creator," and then stamped over it, it says "This is a Kevin Abstract shirt." <laughs> Incredible. That's who oh f- <laughs> <the> wore <laughs> I don't know I I I don't you just saw the I just the saw the tissue. shirt yeah That's crazy I right. wouldn't wear that shirt mm-hmm. but Yeah I mean like that's what I feel like how most people came aware of him was through those you know odd future videos way back in the day with you know Frank Ocean who else was in that Earl's sweatshirt. You know, Earl Sweatshirt Yeah Earl Pearl. Haji Beats yeah Domo. I mean, they got the whole crew back then, and they were like eighteen. Even Taco 17. was rapping. A yeah, Taco little. was still rapping. Oh, I mean, I don't think I'll ever forget that first War interview they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. They were. I mean, they were together Ridiculous. for a long time. They they were together so long that um that whenever they they filmed the music video, I don't I I the song is um um it's not in my head right now, but it's the music video where they they take just a bunch of like different um. Like props that look like drugs, and make like a smoothie out of it, and drink it. Start throwing vomit everywhere. And um, Earl Sweatshirt, Earl Sweatshirt was still in high school, and his parents actually sent him to a military camp in Africa. What? Yeah, 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 it's it's true. Oh my! And so they've they've been together for a long time, and so it's really interesting to see how Tyler the Creator has come so far from those days. Um, Cherry Bomb, all the way to this to this really good album we had out this year, Cherry Igor. Don't even trash. Not good. Don't, Don't even tape. get me started on Earl Sweatshirt's music videos. Yeah, was uh. that was was that album? That was twenty eighteen. Was yeah. yeah. So what else is on the list right now? Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna move on because there's a lot we could talk about with that. But uh, did you guys listen to that Wiseblood Titanic Rising album? Yes. I have oh. Yes. Tell us about it, Mark. Yeah, I, w- I want to know your take on it. Let's right i there. gave it one listen and same connor loves it. it i liked it um well, i would have to listen to it again to actually yeah say anything official about it yeah he went out and bought the vinyl the, wow so you know you like an album when you buy a vinyl. impressed <laughs> must be impressed what well, just dropped at the studio right now so great 2019 album and in fact Kaylin and Mark, you should both have excellent commentary on this considering you saw him live a couple weeks ago. But James Blake, assume form. What did you guys think? Mm. One of my favorite albums that has come out this year. One of my favorite concerts I've seen ever. God, what a stellar performer. Like, wow. I'm glad the producer, I mean, talking about production, he produced almost all of that himself as well. I'm glad that we got to see his full set, not just like an ACL clip. Yeah, the House of Blues in Dallas. Ooh. To check it, it out. Soon formed, if you haven't heard that. Up on that. What else we got on the list? Are we talking? We're are we right now? We're just discussing albums of yeah, the year. we're kind of mm-hmm. through the list. We're, we're of just kind of needing top through it, albums. just to kind of because we we, we got to do our research. Big uh, inspiration. Big source of controversy here: uh, Fear Inoculum by Tool. A lot of mixed reviews on that tool is making a comeback yeah <laughs> i were coming up i listened to fear inoculum once what'd I you know think that, uh it was i mean it's not my favorite type of music and i've never been the biggest tool fan but it was it was rocking i feel like i'd rather listen to like some kind of like drudge like metal band like i don't even know like what were we playing earlier Oh, that was Deaf Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, Deaf Heaven, they didn't... Do did they have an album this year? Any albums know. this year? We'll see. Next album, um, also a bit of controversy behind this artist. A lot of love, a lot of, love, a lot of distaste. Um, just kidding. No, uh, Billie Actually, Eilish. Yeah, yeah. She, just re- you know, she, she did just release a song with Justin Bieber. It's true. When we fall asleep, where do we go? She was being treated like treated like the Beatles. Right what do you guys What do you guys yeah. think of Billie Eilish? Um, I really, I really kind of like Billie Eilish. I think she's got some intense swagger, in um, a she's very, G. very yeah. unique sound. And I think that that she's certainly pushing a lot of limits as an artist. Yeah, I um, I I I listened to Billie Eilish um, starting with um, the uh, bad guy. And just, just kind of like everyone else. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's um, there, there's it's a fun. there's a lot to talk about her, because of the fact that, um, she is so young still, and so there's so much of a career ahead of her. But I think that um, I think that a lot of her fame is coming from the 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 fifteen year old girls. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm hearing you out. She is the Avril mm-hmm. Lavigne. 2006. Ooh, um of 2006. I'm going to have to disagree I don't know, maybe with you like there, more. 2008. Mark. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. Hey, uh, off topic, but do you guys like Britney Spears? Britney Spears. Do you like Which version? Toxic, <laughs> Toxic era. Toxic's yes. a great song. Okay, well, then you might like uh, Slater. Uh, Slater. she's all abuzz buzz right now. You, you checked her out? No. I've heard of her. I actually do not know any music. She's like basically Charlie XCX. She is with uh, okay. Britney Spears. Interesting. Yeah. Sounds like a very uh, appealing, like a radio hit type of artist. Oh yeah, definitely that like style of. Po- yeah, like that that post like um, Barbie doll kind of look. Like it's like more of like a yeah half robot kind of look. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone that that really. Uh, came up in my mind whenever you said Britney Spears was actually a, a girl named uh, Casey Musgraves oh I love Casey, Casey so Musgraves Casey Musgraves is really good I actually found um I found her um I started listening to her through, through the song Golden Hour just recently um whenever yeah. uh, the Jonas Brothers got back together they tweeted a, they tweeted a video of them listening to that song on a yacht you know just kind of like a just kind of like an interesting to the fact that the Jonas Brothers are definitely getting back together cuz the other two are <laughs> broke now. But, you know. <laughs> when, <laughs> and you 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 know what Jonas Brothers I'm talking about when I say the other two. Hey, I think well, no because cuz let's see. Kevin has a Kalen? he's he's got a what's yeah. his band? Was um, Kids See Ghosts. Is he? No, Kids See Ghosts came out in 2018. DNCE. Oh. Right? Oh. Right. But, right and uh, and then Nick Jonas. Number 2. You know, no, he's list. had a lot yeah, of songs. He's had a one. lot of solo success too. Daughters, which I mean, I was talking about Nick Jonas. You should, you should check out Daughters. Oh, Nick and uh, and uh, another on Elder the same Jonas. topic. Lana Del Rey. I don't know. Norman Effing Powell. Yeah, that's like a Powell, that's in my top fifteen for sure. sure. Jonas, sorry. DNC is Joe Jonas's band. Let me correct myself. Yeah, I was about she to say? put it out on that album. It's um. Sing, happiness is a butterfly so good i mean speaking going back to to lyrics that are really emotionally tied to someone lana del rey i mean it all out there for the fans to hear right i respect it i mean the amount of girls that definitely are driving back from prom with lana del rey on (laughs) that's i mean she really hits she really hits home with a lot of people oh my gosh yeah just like her ability to like develop a tale through a song into like a ballad format that's like repeatable because like I feel like ballad songs are kind of I don't know I don't repeat them very often but I can listen to a lot of Lana, you know. another yeah. Album. uh Stephen pulled up to show me. Might be a hot take. Oh yeah, this very is a uh, famous. Yeah, this he kind of had a had a breakout year this year. Um, As he He's now? released two albums, three albums this year. Um, De Baby, <laughs> his album Baby on Baby. As well as his other really album. Good. It's what chance uh, it's that's what Chance's album should have sounded like. You know, I I really enjoy him. I think he's he's bringing a certain a certain style to hip hop that's that's pretty new and pretty refreshing, um, with his kind of bold lyrical style over simple beats. Oh yeah. Um, definitely he's definitely one of my voice favorite too. Absolutely I one of my favorite breakout artists. Whenever artists um, in the rap Whenever I, whenever I heard sure, of no. heard of uh, him first was um, driving back from Stillwater, actually, in enemy, an enemy territory, and um, one of my buddies pulled it up, and I was like, "Yo, who is this?" And he 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 was like, "Yo, this, like, is, this is hard. This is this is this is the baby." And I was like, "Okay, but who is this?" He's like, "The baby." I was like, "That's his name." The da- baby. Baby. I'll say he's very good. But he, I think he's good. He's very overhyped right now. But at the same time, you know, I'm. That's in a that's a hot take. That's a hot that's take. A hot Have take. you seen his music videos? Because they're hysterical. <sighs> I think Khalid's overhyped right now. You know, I'm not a big music video fan. Oh man, his music videos are quite unique. And uh, I still haven't seen some of the music videos for some of my favorite songs because I think it. Sometimes like only makes me think of the music video, mm-hmm. and I want to keep like what I think the song looks like to me. The book's not know. as good as the movie. Or the, the movie, is the movie, never as good as the movie no, is not I, as good as the book. No, I see you messed me up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Live and on. It. Another I was thing. was too lazy to read the book before I went to the movies, though, so I watched the movie and then I read the book and then got like half up through the book. And then another thing I I want to go word. back to. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna swing back to you guys saying baby's a little overhyped right now, and it was Vax. brought up, it was brought up that um, Khalid might be a little overhyped. Yeah, that one song with uh, it just came out oh. so, uh, with a uh, buggy with, with, with a hoodie, you know. Uh, yeah, he was having a concert the same night. Really, it's the James Blake. Yeah. Same oh night. yeah, and before that he was on the leg with Clara, right? Yes. Yeah. He did. he um, him and Clara were. Um, going up going around the country yeah i I'd, I'd still like to see clara i just don't want to see her at like the right. tulsa she's like, beautiful do i really center. see jpeg mafia's album at number three of 2019 yeah it actually is a lot of people wow. like that yeah what do y'all think of it i thought it was stellar haven't heard it actually i've not always do it either not definitely gonna be on the the rotation coming up yes i was not a fan I I knew you weren't going to be. I could just tell you weren't going (laughs) to (laughs) be. I was waiting for everyone to say before. I think it's fine if you don't like it. It, You know, it's just not my favorite style of music to listen to. It's very aggressive. More of a laid back XXX. More of a a laid back music kind of guy. I feel like it's good headphone music. I feel like uh, it does have like some of, I mean, especially some songs on Veteran are just kind of like obnoxious. Yeah. It's like if you're sitting in the car with a friend and you play that song, you might hear a lyric and just kind of look at each other and be like, what did he just say? Yeah. But I just, I I think it's cool because I think he's saying stuff that not a lot of other rappers or performers are saying right now. I agree. I think that it's definitely has its time. It's kind of like there's certain memes you don't talk about IRL. You're just like, you're just like, yeah, understood. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, but uh, yeah, have you guys given uh, that Gun De Garcons EP a listen? Gun De Garcons. Gun, de Garcons. No. Gun uh, de Garcons. Is that the one you sent me earlier today? Yeah, if I could give like a proper maybe comparison, it's like a uh, Rockhampton with like Flatbush. Whoa. Huh. Yeah. Interesting comparison. That's crazy. I mean, Flatbush is crazy and I mean, are you talking like an iridescent Brockhampton or a Sugar Brockhampton. I'm talking uh talking more of a saturation one. Oh, Sat- saturation. One. Saturation one? Yeah. And and what's oh, like what's that? the name of this artist again? Where? Was that was that Caleb Jordan out there? I don't huh. know. Yeah, um he had a, he had a he had some emotions when bringing up Hampton. Uh-huh. well what else do we have to listen to um, well what about that Freddie Gibbs tape didn't listen Freddie Gibbs and Madlib yeah no. actually I've not listened either okay it's wow. honestly jobs yeah I mean did you guys like pinata Did you guys check that one out no, that was like back in like 2014. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hit the beat. Oh, uh, and the vibe ground. check. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. Yeah, it's a no for me, for me dog. Me. Mm. Well. Back to music. Yeah. Well, let's hear something. Let's hear something? But uh, before we go... um Back to music. I just wanna note that uh, I'm up two games oh, against Against chess <laughs> or at chess against Mark. Chess is Check a recent game i Check tried check to learn. Chess yeah. check. And Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Steven killing me. Alright. That's a, it's That's very tall. interesting. We'll let you know what the score is as they continue to play. But yeah. yo, throw me a bone. Toss. Toss. What, what else are you guys thinking? Albums wise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And too bad Kendrick Lamar didn't drop the project in 2019. Well, what did you guys think it about? Um, it wouldn't have been number one. What did you guys think about Clare's project? Oh, yeah. No. It was. It was definitely like in like the thirty top thirty range. What yeah. About, uh, what about Three Eleven's new album? Oh, with George Clanton <laughs> Three Eleven. Yeah. Voyager. Voyager. Was it good? What about was it? Was Anderson it like and Amber? Pack? Anderson I, Park? I he had two wild. albums this year, right? Yeah, it, both of them were I'm fantastic. Sure I know, what was the other one? Sure. Also, I like the Lumineers. Put out I like the record. one before Ventura. Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend, Arizona Baby. Oh my gosh. Contract. Can we talk about how um, modern Vampires of the City is like in like the top 10 list for like everyone? That their their third album. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I feel like we all just grew up on that album. Yeah. Like everybody. Yeah, I feel like that, that that's just like a staple. To like a collective, are we millennials? Basically. Yeah. Generation Z. Gen Z. That's Gen that's, Z. that's just something that like edge like millennials say like the ones that are just like on, right on the edge of like Gen Z and millennials because like we're like in like such a middle ground. Yeah, Rapper Go to the League, Two Chains. That was a good one. That was a really good one. I enjoyed that. Crash Talk, one. Schoolboy Q. Wasn't my favorite, but I you know it? a lot of people loved it. No, I liked his past, his last album. Really looking forward to uh, Ellie Golding. Hopefully, she'll be dropping an album this year. Shout out to Ellie, Ellie Golding. Wow, I haven't heard that wow. name in a while. I am the biggest Ellie Golding fan. But, you know, I've been saving my number one for 2019 spot for upcoming Isaiah Rashad's album. Ooh, is that right? Has to be this year. It's been too long. Isn't some people are saying Isaiah Rashad might be the best rapper right now? Hmm. I think I probably told you that. No. It wasn't just you. He is the best rapper out right now. He's the protege of Kendrick Lamar. Think about it. He was signed to Top Dog. Same same record as Kendrick. And he. Hasn't put an album out since 2016. He's been building. Been three years. He hasn't barely featured, and his last album is still. I don't know. Like the streaming numbers are kind of crazy, but people like to mention the re- the replay value on on his albums. How you can listen to a song of his over and over, and it's still just as good. <laughs> lyrically. Full of depth. I don't know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, I, mean, I like it. It's it's he's amazing. No. I think he's incredible. There's so many good things to say. I think he's. I think he's. If you can like compare like, um, I don't know. Like I feel like there's like a lot of like top rappers right now. Like Kendrick and J Cole are like, are in the same categories. And then I feel like below J Cole might even be like Jid because like Jid is a protege yes. of J Cole. Jid, he's yeah. so good. One of the most probably. Talented rappers, not like the best or, I mean, mm-hmm. but who? Do you do you know if the uh, best? I mean, if uh, so, the way he can actually rap that fast is and sound good. Amazing. Do you know if uh, Isaiah Rashad and Kendrick ever, just like like, have they like had a lot of sessions together? No, like, I mean, like, did they like literally like train together? Like um, a mentor. I can see to why they're. I don't. I mean, I think definitely. Yes. I mean, yeah. cause Kendrick sought that out from Dr. Dre, and you know, having a mentor like Dr. Dre, I feel like where Kendrick is at in his career, he's kind of ready to give that back to someone. All right, we're gonna. I completely agree, and I'm about to like go and on like a 0 shot bench tonight. But Stephen has just brought up an album that we need to discuss—an album that I think we all need to listen to because <laughs> I have not heard it yet. Um, Rick Ross's Port of Miami Two—it low key slaps, you know. <laughs> the um, sequel. Have you listened to it, Caleb? Dude, yeah, I have actually. I need to. I need to listen. I didn't know it came out. Maybach music. I did <laughs> not know it came out. Um, Get a big on. fan of Port of Miami one. Um, no also, nice um, let's see Jay Z's album Holy Grail. I think Rick Ross had a couple features on that. Um, <laughs> that he did. <laughs> all right, and just kidding. We're gonna go uh, to a Rick freaking Ross. break because we're all like ready for uh, a nice commercial a break. Nice tune. Yeah. Let's, so uh, we'll be back here listening to Sounds Welcome here on Studio U.